What's up, everyone? You're listening to the McCarter Gets High podcast, your source for all things plant-based medicine. I'm McCarter, your host, and I hope everyone is doing swell. This is the self-empowerment episode with Izzy Blaze. In this episode, we talk about showing up as your truest self unapologetically, following your passions, and pursuing a life of love and happiness. Plus, more discussion about microdosing mushrooms and how it can help you pursue your goals. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and stay high. You know I'm always looking for ways to make smoking healthier. And I just found this new bong filter called a tar cutter that takes out 90% of the tar from your bong rips. The tar cutter goes in between your flower bowl and your bong so that every hit you take, you're only inhaling the good plant medicine. Check them out for yourself at tarcutterlabs.com and use my code High for 15% off at checkout. Izzy has the number one blunt rolling tutorial on YouTube. With 4 million views now. That's crazy. We are both cannabis content creators, and that's how we met. What is mushrooms? What What is microdosing mushrooms? <laughs> there we go. That's what we're here for. Yes. So we, we measured out 0.3 grams, so three-tenths of a gram of golden teachers. Golden teachers are a very widely known strain of psilocybin mushroom. And they have been, more recently, they're being more accepted, more widely used. um, They were just decriminalized in Denver and then in Oakland, California. And then I think Michigan Mm -hmm. just decriminalized psilocybin as well. So I love them. I'm trying to start growing some at my own house for my own medicinal use. So it's been shown to relieve anxiety, depression, help with PTSD, trauma, all sorts of things. So people are resorting to this type of plant medicine as opposed to pharmaceuticals. So it's amazing. Yeah, because when I stopped kind of, I mean, obviously all of us have like done recreational drugs, whatever. Um, But when I really started to just like really focus on just doing cannabis and mushrooms. Yep. The best thing. That was like the best thing. So Same. I don't, when did you start to microdose? Yeah, it's been like about did, like uh, six months to a year now. That you started. Yeah. Um, mine was about two years ago. I got out of a seven and a half year relationship. And that's when you you realize like, holy shit, seven and a half year relationships can end. Oh my God. But not only do they end, people rebuild every single day. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I'm like, I can do this. So I would microdose every single day for three months. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really got me through wow. the heart healing of that. It wasn't a heartbreak because I'm like, yeah. all right, there's still so much love there. It was a heart healing moment. But I was like, mm-hmm. without that, I would have never really given it the attention. Because I thought that you had to take like three grams to get fucked up. Yes. You know? But that's I'm like, what we all were like told. We were like, yeah, you go hard oh, or not. people trip. Like, I feel like the generation above us, or I don't know, like, I feel like my sisters, their friends, they're four and six years older than me. Mm-hmm. So like they're in their thirties now. Right. They would be like, oh no, people, you know, like trip on them. Like, like trip balls. That's the that's yeah. the term that I think when people are tripping yes. balls. Yes. I'm like, what? And like that's what we like heard going up to like through like high school. 
And then in college, I feel like we started to like learn more. But then it was really after college. Well, I went to Amsterdam my senior year. And there you can buy um, like types of truffles mm-hmm. that have different types of psychoactive mushrooms in them. Um, so that's when I literally, I realized you could microdose them yeah. and learn more about that through the culture in the Netherlands. And then started, obviously moved out here to Colorado and learned a lot more about microdosing. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, the world is our oyster. There's so many plants that, so much. that contain amazing compounds that can make us see the universe. Different for what <laughs> it really and is. Clearly, and yeah, gain new perspectives. And that's something say. that I want to push. Like with life coaching, I, t- I spoke to someone and I was like, listen, like, you Google me, you're going to see cannabis shit. Yeah. And I was like, how does it sound that? She's like, is he being unconventional is something that people struggle their whole lives to accept. They're like, you're accepting it now. She's yeah. like, I had to accept that at 54. Like, Oh, wow. She's like, think about that. So she was like, so you're open about cannabis and you're open about your mushroom music. She was like, but you know what? People don't even focus on that because it's so much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. You know? And so she was like, just ride with it. Like, ride with it. And I think it is important to show that you can still live this like crazy lifestyle and help people while still having those things in your life. And you have to remember that there's like such a spiritual aspect. Yeah. You really see yourself and others around you. If you can't do shrooms with people, mm-hmm. they are not supposed to be your friends, dude. Energy yeah. does not lie. Yes. Energy does not lie. And that's what tells me a lot of the times, like I'll meet people that are like, oh, let's take shrooms. And I'm like, I immediately know you're probably not the person that I want to fuck with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's such a different journey. It's, it's something, mm-hmm. it's, it's like getting high is cool, but yeah, microdosing is just like, it takes off like- <laughs> Like when you're hot and you take a hoodie that's a heavy off, that's the way you feel. You're just yes. comfortable. And then you get to be comfortable and just like lounge and do whatever like you want to do. It's like, it is like taking a hoodie. I didn't, I've that's never even amazing. used that analogy, but now I'm just like, <laughs> wow. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that's epic. Boom. But yeah, also I feel like just building on that, um, that kind of your, your friends are your mirrors. Mm-hmm. They mirror you. For sure. So then also it can be a hard, really difficult, like, rude awakening when you realize, like, one of your best friends is actually, like, a fucking dick. And you're just like... <sighs> Been I'm, there. Like, actually, you suck and you drag my energy down and... Bad, yeah. Yeah, and we just need to... We need to cut the cord here. And honestly, mushrooms will make you realize who you need to cut ties with. Mm-hmm. It's honestly... It provides so much insight. Into yeah. your own anxieties, into your own like subconscious almost. Yeah. You dig into a whole nother level of yourself for sure. That's like, it's an out of body experience. Even yeah. if it's not super intense, like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a different reality for that amount of time. Cause it feels like I see what's really important. Like our engagement, how fun this is right now. Yes. Like the weather's p- perfect outside. I can feel the weather outside if that makes sense. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's just <laughs> a very comfortable thing. I'm like, that's, you get to like live in a different reality while still being fully functional and doing what you need to do. Yes. Yeah. It just feels good. It's a vibe the whole time. It's you know? a vibe. <laughs> Yeah, it it can almost make you like tap into different parts of your brain that you don't normally access throughout day to day. You think differently. I think that I'm like like when I read, I'm like really seeing like I play devil's advocate with myself a lot more yes. when I'm on streams. I'm like, wow, like you can really see different perspectives. And it like lets me kind of like slow down with the playfulness and be like, no, be serious. Like this is like really crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm learning so much more about myself through microdosing. Yes. For sure. Because you just think differently. It's not paranoia. It's like awareness. Mm-hmm. You know? The, it's 
definitely it helps with the journey of self-discovery mm-hmm. and just self-understanding, I would say. And it's not scary. Like microdosing shouldn't be overwhelming. Like yeah. something super light, like you'll feel it. You'll f- Like I always say, it's like when you smoke, when you take a dab, like you feel high, you know, you mm-hmm. feel something. It's not like yeah. nothing, you know? And so it's just like this little like lighter feeling. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this intense like heaviness like you don't have to take a full gram you don't have to take a half gram mm-hmm. you know just people take a think little you nibble. have to buy a bunch take a nibble no yeah you can always have more you can never have less so like really take little bits at a time yes because one bad trip can really fuck with people mm-hmm. you know what i mean a bad experience is like makes your stomach hurt yeah and i've heard people talk about that's some that's been an excuse for people i've heard before mm-hmm. of that's why they don't microdose or experiment with their own Medi- like plant medicine in other ways is because they've had a bad trip. I'm like, yes, I I have too, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean you just like stop. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's it's like I explained it to my mom because my mom and dad are obviously like from Mexico and like they are very like they are very now Mexican American. Like you know, mm-hmm. but I was explaining to them. I was like, okay, so you go and you get blackout drunk, you throw up guarantees you're going to do it again in a couple weeks, even if you take a little bit of a break. Exactly. So if you can go and get shit-faced and throw up, right, then, and still give it another opportunity, why can't people do it with something that comes out of the ground that's not even, like, a chemical alteration that we're even in control of? It's not even, like, It's fungi, my guy. in any way. Yeah, Yeah, like... (laughs) It's fungi. It's literally, like, who are you? It's like Johnny Appleseed of, like, (laughs) psychedelics, dude. Like, who? you're better than Jesus? What, do you wear Crocs instead of sandals? Come on. (laughs) Come on, like, who the fuck do you think you are? You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it's like, it doesn't make any fucking sense, like, why people can't give it the respect The logic, The logic is not there. It's not. Like, so if you're going to go get blackout drunk, why can't you just have one bad trip and try it again? Yeah. And learn from that trip. Yeah. Think about, oh, okay, maybe I took way too big of a dosage, so let's cut that dosage in half. Or maybe the people you around Mm -hmm. are awful, terrible people. And the environment. Yeah. You know, sometimes you, if you can go to a park, microdust for the first time, go to a park where there's like an open field and just kind of lay in your own like bed and just like feel like that is like your mm-hmm. little castle. Make that a pic- make a picnic. Yeah. I love making a picnic out in nature and just having your domain be there. Take the whole afternoon. Yeah. You don't need a bunch of people. It doesn't need to bring be water. Yeah. No, you can do it by yourself. Like, or like your best friend. A sibling. Yeah. I don't know. Anyone. Somebody that you feel, somebody that feels like a safety. Like yeah. they don't even have to trip. Like when we did them in Maine and like Sasha and Evelyn were um, mm-hmm. our trip mamas. Yeah. So anything we needed, they were there to help us out. And like, that's okay to be that. I love being that for friends. Sometimes I don't want to trip. I'm like, it's okay to have those people because some mm-hmm. people are comfortable. You just have to ask them. Some people don't feel like they need to get fucked up all the time. And if you've done shrooms, you understand why people are yes. asking you. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Oh my God. When we were doing Shrew, it always comes back to that fucking song that I love that you, that, oh my God. You showed us. So yes. we were trimming on shrooms, and that was the first time that I really heard the song for what it was. And so now every time I think about McCarter, I'm like, play the fucking song. Michael Kiyawanaka. He just asked. It's by him. Which song? Um, I haven't played it for you. It's One More Night. <laughs> One More Night. It always comes back One to this More song. Night. Till the morning. It was just that. That exact lyric. Like, that was main on shrooms. 
in like that song. Like I love that. I love that. Shit. It's a great song. But I was obsessed with the song at the time, so I wouldn't stop it playing so it. Of good. course, I loved it. I was like, yes, play it Izzy again. Loved it. But then everyone else was like, stop <laughs> playing were, this. They song. were getting so mad. I was like, like it's so good though. <laughs> Michael Kiwanaka, baby. Oh, my God. We were the only one. We were fighting strong for a while. We really were. Where were you guys? In Maine. In Maine last year Mm -hmm. with a bunch of our girlfriends. Yeah. Who also, who do content. It was a girl's trip. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Girl's trip. (laughs) In the middle of nowhere with really bad Wi-Fi. Yeah, really bad Wi-Fi. What would you guys say to someone who's like really nervous about taking microdosing mushrooms or has never done mushrooms before? Um, I would honestly say, first of all, if you're interested about it, just be open about it. People are like, oh, I'm interested, but then they're very like, they put their opinions on it. The mm-hmm. reason why you're looking for something new is like, just be open to all the information. There's like tons of YouTube. There's like academic journals. There's studies. There's like medical studies. Like there's a lot of information out there that if you're an information-driven person, you need the facts. There's a lot of information out there that shows that. So again, it's one of those things where like the proof is in the pudding. At the same time, ask your friends who do them. Like people can will be honest. Like it is a beautiful thing. It, it's never meant to be scary, you know. Yep. And so it it can be overwhelming, you know. But if definitely. you're questioning it, like there's a reason. But it's it's definitely just like I just always compare it to like weed. Like if you smoke, mm-hmm. there there's like an assimilation there. Totally, and I can definitely have similar feelings from being high from cannabis. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would also say just, I mean, just start really slow and small. It's not gonna, it's very much proportional to like how much you take too and how your, your brain going into it, your mentality. And the cap, some people are like, oh, just take a cap. And I'm like, sometimes you don't understand like that's going to be, you're going to be in the shits. No. Yeah. If you take too much, you know, I like to take like half a cap and then more of a stem. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I can mitigate more of like what that's going to be like with the stem. Yeah. But um, yeah, don't usually like if you feel like it's too much, like mushrooms are an intuition thing. So mm-hmm. if you already feel like it's too much, cut it down a little bit to where you're comfortable because you're still open to it, but that's just too much. And that's okay. Yeah. You don't have to impress anybody because you're the one that's going to have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> so like. Really, but like you're going to feel it if it's too much or not. Like that's an energy for sure. You know, so it's okay to do less because, again, you can have more. But, yeah. You can always do more later. Don't go in. Because <laughs> if you go in, like, yeah, you – I mean, I think about like the first time I had a really bad trip. I just threw up. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't – the room started – like stop, couldn't, wouldn't stop spinning. Like mm-hmm. yep. I couldn't chill and the music was too loud. Like I couldn't it, – it was just – I was stuck. And it was a bad trip. You know, people don't. It was a bad trip, man. Dude, I was fucked. I was like, I feel so alone, but the room is so full. And I was like, whoa, introspection. Oh, yeah. And then I stopped being friends with those people because they were selfish. That's when you know. (laughs) Fuck. Bad trip, man. Seriously. (laughs) But yeah, I would say like definitely go in with kind of wanting to learn something about yourself. Or like the situation you're in, like looking for insight. You're mm-hmm. you're ba- you're asking the universe and the earth for insight, basically. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, yeah. I mean, you're looking for direct. Like that's the thing is when when you start to like say when you started to do therapy, or when I tell people about crystals, people are like, "Whoa, that's weird. Like, what's wrong with you that you need therapy?" No, it's when you really start to like go against the grain and like look in. It threatens people because you're not letting other things influence you. You're yes. like genuinely digging inside and like dealing with the shit that people just fill voids with. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you're willing to take that, like that, 
that idea and like take shrooms, like you're going to dig in, like you are going to learn about yourself. And so over these last two years, I really learned like, I'm not saying, oh yeah, like go to therapy. It's good. I genuinely believe how healing it can be to go to therapy that I can finally say it with my fucking chest. Yes. You know what I mean? Because some people just say like, oh yeah, mental health is important. Project semicolon. No, you really got to be about it because you really don't like, you really have to do the work. And when you do the work, you see other people who don't. Yeah. You know? And so I think it is important. Like you have to be ready to face your inner demons. You know, I went through a breakup and that's when I did. And I was like, damn dude, like I learned accountability through mushrooms. I was like, this is the part that you play and it's okay that you did. But now that you know, say you're sorry and do better. Mm -hmm. You don't have to stay on like who's right or wrong. Let's not compete. Let's collaborate. And I was like, dude, I am finding a whole new level of love. Yeah. Within that. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Amazing. So it's like, you can see all the shit that you've gone through, but it doesn't make you feel bad for it. Yeah. You release it in a way. Yeah. You know, but you have to be ready to take that accountability because it will. Like if you're sitting there tripping by yourself, like you're, no one's going to convince you you're wrong because bitch, you're in here. Yeah. You're the only one. It's you know? all in your head. Yeah. So <laughs> no, fuck that. You got to just gotta be ready to sit by yourself and like really yes. think about what that means. If your life is super crazy, give yourself a couple days of break to filter the stuff that's not important because like it'll play into it too. Yeah. Like people who grow mushrooms. You know what I mean? If they're mm-hmm. going through shit, it goes to the mushrooms. Like I've bought yes. mushrooms from people that made me f- sick for days. Damn. I've heard that too. Mm-hmm. From so other you people. just have to be careful. Like that's what I would also say is just like find the source. Like make sure that the people that you're getting from yeah. is like good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh yeah. It's definitely I would say we've all kind of gotten to a point and the world is kind of making the collective get to a point of realizing why, like, wow, why are we doing things that we're doing? Like, let's look at the traumas here and assess why things are happening and why we're all reacting the way we're reacting. And I feel like that's also like sitting with yourself is very difficult. Mm-hmm. You're it's, not ready for it. That's why there's all these distractions in our world. Cause no yeah. one wants to just sit inside their mind. <laughs> that's <laughs> scary. Vulnerability is <laughs> fucking disgusting. <laughs> that's why people just stare at their goddamn phones. It's literally a purge. That's why you physically feel like shit Yeah, because you feel like shit about things in your life. Like for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is not easy. That's if it was easy, everyone would be doing it, y'all. <laughs> like, come on now. Yeah. And yeah, I just thoroughly believe that human evolution was also founded upon plant medicine. And that's one of the reasons why humans are elevated, have elevated thought, and can plan in the future, um, you know, beyond, you know, all, <clears throat> excuse me, beyond all other mammals. Mm-hmm. and chimpanzees, whatever. <laughs> I don't... I took an anthropology class. You're I strictly for, calling them out, though. I <laughs> forget it. Okay, what am I trying I to say? Attacked. From Neanderthals. Mm-hmm. I know some Neanderthals. <laughs> <laughs> Modern... <laughs> oh, my God. Why? What's wrong with me? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. 
You just know some people are like, who fucking raised you? You're the Neanderthal. What's wrong with you? God damn Neanderthals. Oh, I love that. Story. Oh my God. But you're right. No, you're, you're what I'm trying right. to say is I believe that mushrooms and other plant psychoactive plant medicines somehow helped in human evolution to get us where we are today. Although we're not in a very great spot <laughs> now. <laughs> I don't know. The fact that you just. Oh my God. It's like so much with so little in that moment. The other. We hung out one time and our friend said something that was very like misogynistic. And I look at him, I look at her, and I'm like. You just said that they're wrong, the wrong two women. I was like, I would literally stop right now. And McCarty goes, yeah, I would stop, dude. You don't want to start that. And I was like, it is in your best interest to fucking not. And he stopped. And I was like, oh, my God. I look at her and we just start laughing so hard. I was like, dude, we could have been like fucking cats with raw meat. like, Rawr! But we went ahead and we're like, you know what? We were like, you should probably stop talking. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and invite you to save yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Good so times. when you said that right there, I was like, <laughs> I should, we should stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know what I was talking about, but I think mushrooms are the key to life, man. Yeah. Dude. Just like Nike says, do it. <laughs> Y'all fuck with Nike, fuck with mushrooms. <laughs> fuck capitalism. We live in a world where you have to see it or touch it to believe it's real. Cool. Look, that's a mushroom. Now mm-hmm. take it, and it's like the experience that you would have never known. You're gonna, dude. You're gonna have gained so much insight and understanding into your own life and your own actions. It's not even funny. Yeah, it's not even about the shroom at that point. You're like, whoa, it's the fucking experience. Yes, it's not about the shroom. It's it getting you to that higher yeah. state of mind, that different perspective. So you can make those changes you want to make in your life. You really see things differently, for sure. Like, yeah. It doesn't have to, again, it doesn't have to be a lot. Like, just when you go and you have a drink or two, you're fine. Well, you can have a little bit of shrooms, and you can literally go and do things all day. Take an Uber to your friend's pool. I don't know. I mean, I went to um, Dave & Buster's one time by myself. Yeah. That shit was By late. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. I didn't have to share my tokens with anyone, dude. Izzy, I love you. <laughs> There we go. Do pull an Izzy. Take <laughs> microdose mushrooms. Take three tenths of a gram mm-hmm. and go to Dave and Buster's by your goddamn self. You don't need nobody. Dude. We don't need nobody. If you could be, if you could feel the energy, which I'm sure you can. <laughs> we don't need nobody. See, this is the moment when we make a hit right here. This could be. Should it. we just start recording a song now and podcast over song? Go. We don't need nobody. I really feel like there needs to be a tambourine. Anybody else? Do I have a? Co- <laughs> no, uh, we don't have a tambourine and an air guitar. We Always hits different. We need to get some of these uh, instruments then before we start recording. Is he what gets you high? Oh my god! In life, um, dude, I was just talking about this. I was like, if you think about like something that makes you feel good, right? Like think about 
um, how good you feel after you work out or when you get ice cream or something, right? Yeah. You will do whatever you can to do that. So whether that means, oh, I'm going to work out a little bit more so I can eat ice cream at a leisure feeling. What we're doing is we're constantly working towards that feeling that makes you feel good. That euphoria. So <gasps> yeah, like what makes me high, like what gets me high is like literally doing what I want. Now that doesn't mean like having the freedom. No, no, no. It's just like truly being like, you know what? Like I got to do this and I'm I'm getting to walk my dog and I walk him for an hour twice a day it's like in my day nothing changes that like yeah I get to do that like I don't have to go and stress at like a, a nine to five like I used to I I yep. did dude I was working at a regular job so many times I was like there's a reason why this doesn't work out yep it's not for you so maybe you're gonna struggle a little bit but you're gonna have the life you want and so during a pandemic like that's what made me high. I was like, I got to choose to be fucking happy yep. in a time where everybody decided to let it be like what COVID did to you rather than for you. Choose so what makes happiness. me high is just doing what you want. Like that is so great. You want that yes. donut? Go get that fucking donut. You I, wanted that yes. job? You want a better job? Dope. Work harder for that and then go and get that better job or leave where you're at because somebody's already going to see your value to start. Like getting to do whatever the fuck you want is is what makes me fucking high in life. Yes. Like, I love that shit. Ugh. Oh my God, I love that shit. And now for a quick commercial break. Since discovering the Tar Cutter Active Carbon Filter a couple weeks ago, I can't take a bong rip without it. It has me coughing so much less and eliminates 90% of inhaled tar without removing any THC. Use my code MCARTERGETSHIGH for 15% off at checkout. And now for our stoner story of the day. This story was submitted by my friend Jacqueline from college. She writes, One winter day in Indianapolis, I sat on the front of my porch cuddling my two-liter Sprite bottle homemade gravity bong. Afterwards, I decided I wanted grilled cheese and soup, as one does when you're high, from the small cafe across from my house. I walked in with tiny red eyes and glanced at a man with dark hair wearing a leather jacket reading a book in the corner. I looked back again after I ordered my food. Could that be the Drake Bell from Drake and Josh? I didn't trust my instincts, so I looked a little closer and noticed a tattoo on his forearm. I quickly Googled Drake from Drake and Josh forearm tattoo. See below for actual Google footage of my findings. It was indeed Drake Bell from Drake and Josh with a pumpkin forearm tattoo. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Oh, I love these. Please write in your stories, friends. Any and all plant medicine, high stories, funny things that happen while you're high. Submit it all to McCartergetshighPod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of McCarter Gets High. I appreciate you all so much. Please stay safe and stay high out there. 